Hello, listeners. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the And I Am podcast. I am your host. I am your coach. And Billingsley. Thank you all again. Today, the podcast title is Strong and Courageous. I wanted to name it Joshua because that's who we were talking about, but I'll just, um, I wanted to just point out a few points in here where God is talking to me in this as well. And also, any revelation that I get from the Lord, I love to share with my listeners. So today, we're going to talk about Joshua, we're going to talk about Gideon, and we're going to just talk about being being strong and being courageous um, and also obedient because in your obedience you are strong you are courageous when you hear the voice of the Lord and you obey it and sometimes it's always contrary to what the world is saying it's sometimes contrary to what others are saying so today we're going to turn to the book of Joshua and I want you all to listen to this because this is something that the Lord um, has dealt with me with because this is something I pray for. I'm like, God, I want to be bold. I want to be courageous in you. I want to hear something you say to tell your people and just do it without worrying about what people might say and who might receive me and who might not receive me. And um, just not thinking about the emotional hits that I've taken in my life and the rejection and the abandonment and the neglect and thinking, who am I to say this? just as Gideon said, but we'll get there in a moment. So today we're going to read and start at Joshua 1 and 6. It says, be strong and of good courage for unto this people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land, which I swore unto their fathers to give them. Only be thou strong and very courageous. That's the second time that the Lord has said this to Joshua. In just the next verse, he said, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou may observe to do the according to all the law, which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Turn not to the right hand or to the left that thou may prosper whatsoever thy goeth. This book of the law shall depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein and night and day that thou may observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. And I thank God for him telling him to be bold and courageous. I need you to be strong. And when you do it, you're going to be prosperous in all of your way and you will have great success. And this is a question that I ask God because I've been talking and just asking him during this quarantine, you know, Lord, what are some things that I need to do that I may be in your will, some things that I haven't did to be obedient because I was afraid or because I was fearful of what people thought or what people may receive me and what people may not receive me. And the Lord has just showed me Joshua today through my husband. Actually, I was sharing with him how I want to be bold. I told my husband, I'm tired of being afraid and sweating when I'm getting up to proclaim the gospel and the good news of the Lord or telling my testimony. Now, sometimes I am. And then sometimes depending on what I went through or depending on what my mind travels me back to or what the enemy reminded me of, I'm ready to sit down somewhere and say, who am I to say that? But no, the Lord is telling Joshua over and over and over again to be 
strong and be courageous because it, you can't be weak and obey the word of God. You cannot be in fear and effectively or properly obey the word of God. So when you have courage, that's faith and faith will override fear. So it's not the fact that we're doing it afraid, but we're probably just a little nervous, but our faith is in God. The fact that he told us to do it. But anyway, I wanted to go ahead and read the, the next verse in verse nine. It says, have not I commanded thee be strong and of good courage. Be not afraid, neither be dismayed for the Lord thy God is with you wherever you go. Amen. And I'm telling you, as my husband read these scriptures today, they were really piercing my heart because the word of God, the Bible says the word of God is sharper than any two edged sword. And I promise you, I felt the sharpness of this word, even though he was telling this to Joshua so many years and decades ago, I felt it so personally for myself that be not afraid and neither be dismayed for the Lord, thy God will be with you wherever you go. If you want to see success, y'all, if you want to be prosperous in all your ways, it's time to be strong and courageous. Amen. Amen. And then verse 10 says, then Joshua commanded the officers of the people saying, pass through the host and command the people saying, prepare for victuals. For within three days, ye shall pass over the Jordan to go possess the land, which the Lord your God given you to possess it. Amen. So he immediately, um, as soon as it says, uh, God will be with you wherever you go, it says, then, then Joshua moved. He moved by faith. He even prophesied that this is what we're going to do in three days. And I love it. I love it. I love it. Then we're going to go down to verse 16. We're still in one. We're going to go down to verse 16. And it says, and they answered Joshua saying, all that thou commanded us, we will do. And whatsoever you send us, we will go according as we hearken unto Moses in all things. So will we hearken unto you. Only the Lord thy God will be with us as he was with Moses. Whatsoever he be that do rebel against the commandment and he will hearken unto thy words and all that thou do, he shall be put to death. Only be strong and of good courage. Now the men of valor is telling Joshua to also be strong and of good courage. That goes to say that we have to be careful and very intentional who we have around us. God will have people placed around you. He knows what you need. He knows who you need. He knows you. These men were humble because they said, just like we did everything that Moses said, we're going to also do and go wherever you say go, whatever you say do, we're going to also do that. So he had people around him that was humble, willing to serve him as he serves God and serve him unto God. And they, they reminded him what the Lord said to him to only be strong and of good courage. So I pray for you today. I encourage you today to only be strong and of good courage. I encourage you as I encourage myself because just being here in the house and being on quarantine, I've been talking to God more and I've been giving myself um, encouragement, affirmations and just letting, you know, let's letting 
the Lord know how I really feel and just sharing my thoughts with him and sharing my thoughts with my husband. And I thank God for my husband that he's able to say, hey, let's read the book of Joshua because that's what it sounds like you need to read. Amen. Amen. So let's skip over to 11, verse 11. It says, as soon as we heard these things, our hearts did melt. Neither did there remain any more courage in any man because of you. Well, they're talking to Joshua men that he sent out to spy on the land, to look at the land before they go. And it says, the Lord thy God, he is God in heaven above and in the earth beneath. Come on. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love how God is with us. It says that God is the God of the heaven above and the earth beneath. And in my prayer time, I always say that there is nobody like God, y'all. It's really not. And there is none to compare him to. He is the one true and living God. He is. He will be with us always in trouble and in good times God is there so I just encourage you to establish a more intimate relationship with him if you already have an intimate relationship with him just start to ask him what should I do where should I go what should I say say to your people because there's enough people out here uh, that needs the word of God even us as believers need to be encouraged you see that Joshua was was a believer yet the men of valor said be strong remember what God said be strong and of good courage and I believe that Joshua received that and he received received that encouragement because in verse 1 and 10 it says that he then said to the men and so that lets me know that he began to move right after. So, you know, guys, I love to tell a personal story for myself. And I wanted to share a time where God was telling me to do something, to do something. And because of the fear that I had, I could have lost out. Even when I was dating my husband, um, I remember just, you know, being single and uh, doing single don't mean sorrow and I wrote my first book and I just was excited to be serving God and my husband began to pursue me and I just remember being afraid I was just afraid that um, first I was I was not afraid at first I was enjoying his company enjoying dating but then I noticed that this is a pursuit and oh my god but what if this all my fears began to come up to the top it's almost like they were angry anchored at the bottom of the water and as I began to swim as I began to enjoy life and enjoy dating and do ministry and I felt courage and I felt strong as Joshua uh, was commanded to do then the fear of my past came up and I was saying what if someone if we dating and what if this I just began to to overthink and I had I learned in college one time that there's a difference between overthinking and critical thinking critical thinking thinkers think over and beyond the the um, standard they they think over and beyond the natural state but it's a healthy thought but overthinkers we tend to think one thing and we overanalyze it to where we overthink it in a negative way we think the poise of things versus thinking the positivity of things, which is critical thinking. With critical thinking, you can think, then you can plan, then you can act, but it's always positive and it's, it's actually thinking on positive results happening. But with overthinking, I would think, well, what if we get engaged and then this happened? I just begin to fear, just begin to feel my heart and mind. 
it just really began began I started dreaming I started having demonic dreams and dreams start coming up to him maybe uh, what if he's cheating on me or what if he's doing this I mean I just was it was a mess y'all it was a mess and if I would have ran across this scripture then about Joshua being strong and courageous but I did reach out to a few people that prayed for me I did have to go on a fast I did communion from home I um, had to pray I remember waking up and just praying about it like God why am I this afraid to be pursued I knew that I was worth the pursuit so it wasn't my esteem I didn't have low esteem at that point like I had years before so I knew that God could bless me like this but then I began to overthink it to think that what if it does bless God does bless me but and then the but kept coming and the but kept coming to the fact that I was just afraid y'all I was just I was thinking well maybe this just not for me and I just wanted to <laughs> just give up and just throw in the towel and say look I'll be single till I'm 99 but I thank God for a revelation and um, if you all want to know the rest of that story, you really do have to get my book entitled My Teller Made Man, It's Never Too Late to Wait. However, I can say at the end of that um, story, when I knew that the enemy came in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord looked, lift up a standard against him after praying, after fasting, after taking communion, after, after rebuking the thoughts, the high thoughts, um, the high thoughts that exalt itself against the knowledge of God I had to go to war not only for um, just to be married it wasn't just to be a wife but it was just for my sanity because you can really begin to have um, your mind can really begin to get uneased by overthinking things and about being full of fear and not thinking that you're worthy of something and not thinking that maybe God did tell me to do it but so-and-so doing it already I don't want it to look like this and I don't want to look like I'm copying and I don't want to hey don't think about any of those things if God said do it and you love the Lord and you love his people then it's time for us to move it's time for us you'll know in your heart if you're really doing it with the ill will or a motive a vain motive or if you're doing it simply because the Lord has told you to and Joshua knew that this was the voice of the Lord because even when he told the two men of valor to go out into the city and uh, look and see, you know, what's going on, those two men went. And as they went, they met a woman harlot and they were able to go into her house and hide out there. And she hid them on top of the roof that she had prepared, the Bible says. So that let me know that when God tells you to do something, even if it's from uh, the man of God or from uh, leaders or, you know, the voice of God speak through someone, there are some people that you're going to meet along the way. There are some people that God is going to connect you to that's able to help you carry out the vision, carry out the plan. So don't be discouraged. As the word of God says, don't be dismayed. Be strong and courageous and go by faith. So with that being said, of course, I got married. I've been married for four years now, but it took courage to get married. It took courage. I had to be strong in the Lord, knowing that God wouldn't bring me this far to leave me. I'm not saying marry the first person, the first man that says they are from the Lord, but 
you know, you know the tree by the fruit it bears. You know if you see an apple hanging from a tree, they'll throw that's an apple tree. You see some pears hanging, you know that that's a pear tree. So the Lord will never let you go into anything blind. So as I begin to tell God, I want you to be first in my life. I want to continue to do ministry. Oh, look how bold and courageous I was. <laughs> but I also want to please you. And I do desire to get married because this is a desire that God put in me. And I, it was fun. We were having a really good time. And after much prayer, fasting and um much prayer and fasting and just going before God in prayer because this is a marriage is a really big decision you're not only connecting your social and your life but you're connecting your soul to another you are connecting your soul so it's very important that you go before God and see what he will want you to do concerning anyone or anything, even with a job. You know, I asked my husband before, what do you think about moving out of town? I was excited. Just couldn't wait to hear what he was going to say. And he said, well, if God tell us to go, we're going. So it wasn't nothing that he was saying, well, I love to move. Let's look into this and start looking in different states just to go somewhere. But you never know why God wants you to go where he wants you to go. You never know why he wants you to do the things he wants you to do. Now, Joshua had to be courageous and strong to get something that God had already promised his fathers. Come on. He could have just gave it to him. He could have just wiped out the people and killed them and uh, told Joshua to go. Now the land is yours. But he had to be bold and courageous. He had to be strong to get something that was already promised to his bloodline. So I am standing here today to tell you that I received this revelation on today that I am going to be bold and courageous. I'm going to be strong in the Lord. You have to prophesy that to yourself, whatever it is, because the Lord is saying he told him that you may be successful and prosper in all your ways. And that's what I want to do. I want to prosper in all of my ways, not just in uh, my spiritual ways, but also financially, also physically. I want to be prosperous. So that's why we have to make sure we are hearkening to the voice of the Lord. Amen. So here's a scripture right here in Psalms 18. It says, I will love thee, O God my strength the lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer my god my strength in whom i will trust my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower wow we know that the bible says the um the word of the lord is a high it's like a high tower the righteous shall run to it and be safe and right here uh david is saying that that he would trust in the Lord, my buckler and the horn of my salvation and my high tower. God is a high tower. And um, I just love how he said he'll trust in him. And we have to trust in the Lord. He is our strength. When you feel weak, God will be your strength. He will strengthen you. And that is so, so amazing and very important as well that when you feel weak and everything that's going on in the world uh, right now, the pandemic of 2020, when you feel weak or when you feel us, uh, when you feel discouraged or dismayed, then let the Lord be your strength. Let the Lord lead and guide you. Listen to the voice of the Lord. He will always guide you to safety. So we're going to go on to Judges 6 and talk just a short 
um, second about Gideon because that's another revelation that the Lord gave me uh, the other day because I was talking to God and I was just praying and I, I was telling him, you know, all the things that I've been through, Lord God, sometimes I still feel the bruise of it and I want to be okay. I want the bruise to heal up and sometimes we may still have a scar, but the bruise is healed because when we have a bruise, anybody else that come up and touch it, then we're like, ouch, and we kind of get away from them or if someone else comes up and do something to us to use us and mistreat us or try to uh, manipulate us or hurt us then we're just as mad as the last insult that caused the bruise because now you're coming up against the bruise and it really hurts so I told God I wanted to be healed from that and that I wanted to I just want to I told him I want to feel better that where I know te- I know trials and tribulation I know trouble is going to come but I want to be strong enough to stand on the front line even when the trouble comes I had to receive who I am in the Lord because <laughs> some of us are taking the front line hits but we don't know that we were called to the front line our esteem our spiritual esteem has dropped so low because of the things people have said and the word curses that we still carry around in our spirit you know so I was telling um, I did a Facebook live the other day and I was just saying that um, I was still wearing some of the uh, hits in my heart that had came up against me. Not that I I was walking in unforgiveness and I didn't forgive the people because I forgave the people. I love on them today if I see them. However, this the the pain had not um, subsided. The pain had not properly uh, went away. I still kind of will reminisce on what was said about me. And uh, me and my husband was facing homelessness uh, last year last summer and we were not knowing where we're going to go but we knew that the Lord was going to make a way we knew it we had to both stand on it first I'm thinking oh my God where are we going to go I don't want to go live with anyone Uh, we're a family of four Uh, we don't want to be a burden on anyone and that'll be moving backwards because I already live with someone I mean I was freaking out I was I was overthinking as I talked about earlier I wasn't using critical thoughts I wasn't using going over and beyond the surface of the thought and thinking of, of a positive outcome. I immediately thought, what if we have to move with someone or what if we have to move in a shelter? What if we, but once I began to pray and me and my husband began to, to pray together and read the word of God and I'm linked up with my friend, uh, Jessica, and we prayed in the morning time and I had another friend, Leandra, that called and gave me encouraging words and told me what scriptures that I should read. And I tell you, just like Joshua, I had people in place to push me and to encourage me. I couldn't do it in my own strength. Yes, the Lord can do it. He used the people. He touched their hearts. I couldn't be connected to people that were sitting around uh, just telling me, well, you know, uh, you can just remember I went stay with somebody. It ain't going to hurt. Let's do this. I was like, no, I already been there. I'm not too good to do it, but God is not going to move me backwards. Just like he told Joshua, don't look to the right hand or to the left. And I know he wouldn't tell me to look back. 
So I knew that there had to be greater ahead and we got together and everyone was standing in faith and God did it in his own way, in his own strength. And he opened up a place for us at the, I mean, maybe a week or two before we had to get out. We was going to get a U-Haul, put the stuff in storage. But the Lord opened that door up because of our faith and we had to just get quiet and listen to him. And this is something that touched my heart about Gideon. When the Lord told Gideon that he had to go and deliver the people from from Egypt, Judges 6, and the Israelites did evil in the eyes of the Lord. And for seven years, he gave them into the hands of the Midianites because the power of the Midian was so oppressive the Israelite prepared shelter for themselves in the mountain cliffs, caves, and strongholds. So we're going to go down to five. It said they came up with their livestock and their tents like swarms and locusts. It was impossible to count them or their camels. They invaded the land to revenge it. So I'm trying to get to the part where um, he, where God came to Gideon. And this is uh, number eight. It said he sent them a prophet who said, this is what the Lord, the God of Israel says, I brought you up out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. I rescued you from the hands of the Egyptians and I delivered you from the hands of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave you their land. I said to you, I am the Lord your God. Do not worship the gods of the Amorites in whom land you live, but you have not listened to me. This is something where they're disobedient, where the Lord had to t- come and tell them that you are not even obedient. And the angel of the Lord came and sat down under the oak tree. And when the angel of the Lord prepared to get in, he said, the Lord is with you, mighty warrior. Pardon me, my Lord, Gideon replied. But if the Lord is with us, why are we, why is this happening to us? That's something like what's going on right now as the pandemic. Some people are asking if the Lord is with us, how is people dying? How is uh, people going through these harsh times, losing loved ones and losing uh, friends and coworkers? But I tell you one thing that it says, uh, the Lord turned to him and said, go in thy strength. You have in s- to save Israel out of the Midian's hands. Am I not sending you? Pardon me, my Lord. Gideon said, but who can I save? Like, how can I save Israel? My clan is the weakest in Manasseh and I am the poorest in my family's house. The Lord answered, I will be with you and I will strike all the Midianites, leaving none alive. Amen. I love the way that Gideon even though the Lord was talking to him, he did humble himself to say, excuse me, my Lord, you're telling me to go? My family is the poor, is the poorest, and I am the least of the poor family. And this reminded me of when we were facing homelessness, um, the person that I believe uh, maybe could have, I don't know why they were so adamant of me just being thrown out on the streets, my family. But I remember uh, them saying to me that you don't have nothing. I have everything to lose and you have nothing to lose. And I said to myself, oh my God, it pierced my heart, y'all. I cried myself to sleep. I cried when I woke up and I'm just like, Lord, this is the second person that told me that I don't have nothing. But I had to look again. Sometimes God would tell us to look again. I had a family that loved me. 
I had a man of God that prayed and fast with me and for me. I had a person to study with now and I have my integrity and I have the word of God living on the inside of me. I am somebody. And I had a, um, a friend, she's a professional counselor, Lena Chapman. She said that, and just because someone doesn't see the value in you doesn't mean you lost your worth. And that was very, very, very um, powerful to me. You guys look her up. She's a professional counselor and counseling is so important, especially in these days where people have to stay in the house and sometimes they can reminisce on the bad and the enemy can bring up things that happen and oppression and depression, suppression and any other pressure that can try to come and boggle their mind down and psychologically lock them into a place of sorrow. But it's not time to look at that. It's time to look at God and know that if he told you to go, that you are qualified by the anointing and the glory of our God. And I said to myself, and don't you let that pierce you any longer. You've been living with those words for two years. It's time to release them and let them go because you have everything to lose. And one of them is the integrity that God has given you to stand before his people and proclaim the name of the Lord. Come on, we have to know who we are. As the people used to say, know whose we are and who we are when it's pertaining to the voice of the Lord. Amen. Amen. So I just love that short story. You guys get in the word of God and read the rest of that story. I'm unable for the sake of time to get into the entire book of Judges, but it is Judges 6 to read about Gideon and how he told God that he was the least in his, uh, his family is the poorest among the city and that he's the poorest in the family. So he was poor, poor. Is what he's saying. And that's what those words tried to do to me on last year when they repeatedly said, you don't have anything to lose and I have everything. But God is telling us today that you have everything to lose. Everything. Because if you read about it, um, even in Judges, and when you read about Gideon and Joshua, it does say um, things that will happen if we are not obedient. We can lose out. We can lose out by, of possessing the land that was promised to us because those are some there's some inheritance there's some things that's promised to us we won't be in lack always God is going to make a way where it seems no way can be made he'll be the water in the desert yes he will the earth is the Lord and the fullness thereof the Bible tells us and I pray that he is going to supply every need according to his riches and his glory amen Amen. So I pray that you all receive this word on today. Um, I enjoy the NIM podcast. If you guys enjoy it, please send me some um, encouragement and just let me know that you just want me to keep going because I'm excited to share the word of God. I am encouraging myself as I encourage others and I, I'm doing it for the glory of God and just for the peace and the love and the salvation of his people. It's time for us to say yes. Get in the word, read the book of Joshua and read the book of Judges and just read about the men and women of God that God chose the least of the people just for them to be obedient. And they know when God uses someone that seem as if they are the least of the people, he knows that they're able to see the hand of God on their life. 
they are able to see the hand of God on their life. They know that God is real. Even the harlot knew that God is real because when the when the uh, Moses parted the red, when God parted the Red Sea, using Moses' obedience, the people of of the city was able to see that that has to be a God. And throughout the Bible, just the miracles that God performed, even through Jesus, that uh, people knew that we're going to serve their God. And that's what it's all about. Just being a witness to God by saying yes. So I pray that this was a blessing to you. Please visit my website, which is annbillingsley.net. That's A-N-N-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y. I also have life coaching on there if you look under services. And I also have an encouragement book writing course. If you are called to write a book, if God has told you to get your story out there so that people can hear your story, that he can get the glory, and you want to leave some generational blessings for your bloodline, because it's just not about us. The enemy hasn't just attacked us for us. He's trying to get the bloodline. So God has some bloodline blessings for us. Um, just like uh, Joshua, that was something that was promised to his the, his father so his his ancestors the bible say so there are some things that's laid up for the just and also that god is going to lay up for our generation for our bloodline the generation that comes after us he's going to lay it up through us so it's time to write those books if it's to publish your magazine you need help with titles or bios please connect with me god has really gifted me uh, with the gift of encouragement and to um, here when you're speaking and telling me your story a book title may come to my spirit I'll let you know um, and it's nothing that you have to it's take it's just advice and I just love to encourage God's people so I pray that you all take this word get ready to step out on faith and be strong and courageous praise God y'all until next time keep going and be blessed bye <laughs>